This morning on the third hour of today, our Thanksgiving countdown. We're live with the latest on the mad dash to the airports or on the roads, the all-important holiday forecast, even two last-minute recipes to add to your table. And then we're celebrating small businesses, the woman shining a light on her culture using candles and how she used TikTok to spark her success. And Olympic gold medal winner Tom Daly sharing his passion outside of the pool and giving us a lesson in knitting. We're about to get hooked. That's all ahead today, Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to this third hour of today. Craig Melvin, Dylan Dreyer, Chanel Jones, uh, Mr. Roka will be back soon. But folks, in case you didn't know, we are approaching the final countdown for Thanksgiving. <laughs> T-minus 48 hours. Turkeys better be going into those ovens. You're, but you're the only one hosting, though. So I am hosting. Are you ready? I've got 17 people. Um, I'm ready. Where's so, that picture you posted? Was it on Instagram yesterday? Well, yes. So yes, there so it I is. Got, now the dish is laid out. Girl. So first is the list. This is the, ridiculous. Now the dish is labeled. What's going into each dish? So this way, you know what? It, it, I call it a brain download. You know because no, I'm, I'm kind of stressed about ridiculous. everything I have to do. But if I download it onto a list or onto my plates, it's out of my brain. I don't have to think about it. That part of planning is over. <laughs> you should see our faces. Like that looks stressful. No, I, I it's mean, done. You roll into my house. Now I'm not stressed. <laughs> It could be like 2.30. What are we eating? <laughs> I'm good. Today, I'll, I'll start see what the plate says. I'll start chopping onions and celery. Today? For the, uh, I'll get everything chopped today. And then tomorrow, I'll start prepping some dishes. And then Thursday, I'm good to go. <laughs> Does anyone help you? Yes, I delegated some apps. I've delegated some desserts. Okay. But the main thing the is The main you. thing, that's... that's. I'd be like, don't eat that. I work too hard on it. <laughs> yeah. Look at and it. You heard Ina Garden said a few minutes ago, you can just go and buy stuff. I know. Just, Her wine was also really good. It was. So it was really and good. it wasn't expensive either. No. All right. Uh, if you were not hosting this year... There's a good chance you are traveling, and most people are driving, but it is going to be an incredibly busy year at the airport as well. NBC's Tom Costello covering the holiday rush for us. Uh, he is in his natural habitat at Reagan <laughs> National Airport in Northern Virginia. So, I mean, Tom, are, are airlines ready for the busiest travel season of the year? Yeah, they say so. By the way, uh, you know, that's a common misperception. This is a very, very busy travel period of the year. It's actually not the busiest, but the test is right now for the airlines because they had such a troublesome uh, summer with the meltdowns, as you know, when they over uh, promised on flights and didn't deliver. I just had two flight attendants walk by 10 minutes ago and they said, we're oversold, but we're always oversold. We never have an empty seat. And if you've flown over the last few months, you know that. So, yes, expect your plane will be full. Yes, get here early if you can. The good news is I checked the monitor. Everything is on time right now. And that's usually a pretty good indicator of what's happening nationwide uh, because we've had blue skies across the country today. So that certainly is helping out the travel. Uh, Also, in addition to that, the FAA is opening up military airspace off the East Coast. That will help move everything up and down rather quickly. That should be good news. In total, about four and a half million people flying But most people, of course, are driving, you guys. And so we're watching how those blue skies impact road conditions. It should really help out with most people driving 50 miles or more to get to grandma's house or the friend's house or the kids or or whatever the case may be. And, Tom, what about gas prices? I feel like maybe they've gotten cheaper, but they're still expensive. Is that preventing people from getting on the roads at all? 
You know, it doesn't seem to be. I mean, we're averaging, it dropped overnight yet again. So we're now averaging 364 a gallon. That's the national average. Yes, we know it's more in California. That's down 17 cents in a month. A year ago, we were paying 340. Again, right now, 364. So we are certainly up from a year ago. But remember, back in June, we were paying more than $5 a gallon as the national average. So mm. things have definitely come down, but we still have the supply chain issues. We still have the war in Ukraine and the Russian oil embargo and all of that is still weighing on gas prices. People have decided though, uh, they're gonna pay the it. price because yeah. this is one of those holidays you simply aren't gonna cut back on. Absolutely, so finally, Tom. So Craig asked Ina Garten last hour, right, what she eats for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving, because that's like her lane, right? That's her thing. So for us, we kind of feel like travel is your thing. How will you get to your Thanksgiving dinner? Um, it's 12 miles away, so I will drive. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know this. My wife is Belgian, uh, and I got to give uh, kudos to her because she has totally embraced Aww. all of the American holidays. She Aww. goes all in on Thanksgiving. She, I mean, literally, she's embraced everything, the stuffing and the gravy and the turkey and and so, and my job is to clean up. I'm really okay, good at cleaning fair. up. That's a so fair that's, trade. That's, that how, we, that's how we break it all down. Yeah. I love it. Well, we're thankful yeah. for you, Tom. Tom Costello, yeah, our guy. Be well, Tom. Thank, Thank you, you Tom. so much. We'll probably right. see you tomorrow, but yeah. so we won't say happy Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> yet. Uh, what about the weather? I mean, we've got the traffic covered. How, yeah, how, as how, Tom mentioned, looking? blue skies help with the airport delays, no? you know? So we are going to see a, a little bit of light snow out west. Again, nothing really that's going to cause a whole lot of problems, maybe if you're driving through the mountain passes, you could see some delays, but hopefully uh, that's not what you have to do on Thanksgiving. We could see some heavier rain start to develop along the Gulf Coast, but hopefully you're where you need to be up and down the East Coast. If you're driving, uh, it looks like we'll see clear skies. Temperatures look good, too. I'd say the troubles time is getting home from Thanksgiving. If you're traveling on Friday, that's where we could see some showers in the northeast. Nothing that should cause some delays, but down south in the southeast, maybe Atlanta, mm-hmm. we could see some heavier pockets of rain. Okay. Okay. All right. So this morning, instead of my alarm clock waking me up, I heard, what? What? And I woke up like, what is happening? What my little boys were on the couch watching the World Cup. At what time? It was dark outside. And they, you know, because it goes around the yeah. clock. So everybody's buzzing about it, at least in my house. Uh, and today began with an upset her heard around the world or in my house. So early Earlier this morning, one of the favorites to win the whole thing, Argentina, fell to Saudi Arabia two to one. Meanwhile, they're not out, though. They're, no, they're not. But they are calling it but one of are, the biggest upsets yes, in the history of the World yes. Cup. People didn't see it coming, but that's the beauty of sports, right? Yes. That's the whole point. That's why we watch. Meanwhile, Team USA took the field for the first time yesterday. Proud of our team. So NBC's Megan Fitzgerald is in uh, Qatar. She's following the action for us. Hey, Megan, how are you? First of all, I guess we should ask you about that upset. Guys, talking. Craig just called it one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. I mean, uh, we're talking about Saudi Arabia defeating Argentina, even with soccer superstar Lionel Messi. Uh, they're just coming off of this 36-game winning streak, right? Um, they were even one of the favorites to win this entire tournament. But this certainly goes to show you uh, just how unpredictable this tournament really is. A disappointing start for Team USA in their first World Cup appearance in nearly a decade. The Americans tying Wales in their first round match after leading the game most of the way. Tim Weah scoring the first goal for Team USA. But just minutes before the end of the game, a penalty kick from Wales star player Gareth Bale, tying the match, which ended one all. 
But before the game started, controversy. U.S. journalist Grant Wall taking to Twitter to say he was briefly detained for wearing a rainbow shirt in support of LGBTQ rights. Being openly gay is illegal in Qatar. Back on the field and in the same group as the Americans, all eyes were on the Iranian team, using their match against England to send a statement to the world. The players refusing to sing their national anthem, apparently standing in solidarity with young girls and women fighting for change back home. Fans doing the same both inside and outside the stadium. Iran lost 6-2, but in some ways for the team, it was a win. You don't even know. Um, behind the scenes, uh, what these kids, they've been uh, living in the last few days. They want to express themselves as footballers. It wasn't just Iran taking a stand. England taking a knee for social justice. European teams say FIFA threatened to penalize players ahead of their plan to wear One Love armbands to promote inclusion. England's captain wearing a FIFA-approved blue band instead with the words, no discrimination. People know what we stand for. People know this group of players, you know, we're taking the knee because... It's something we feel we can make a difference with. An attempt at creating change on soccer's most powerful stage. Now, guys, we did reach out to FIFA for a comment on uh, that journalist tweet, but we have not heard back yet. Guys, so much going on there. Great report. There. What Thank time you, is it there, Megan? <laughs> Doha. I'm just curious. It's late, Craig. Really? <laughs> we are eight hours ahead of you. What time is it, guys? It's so nine. I didn't mean to do my fingers. 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 4. That's five, five, it's five o'clock. Five it's five in the morning? She doesn't even know. It's five o'clock right now, yep. Five yep. o'clock. Uh, no, five in the evening. <laughs> well, I've been up so long, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, you look good. You look like you're about to, I don't know, go to prom or something. Your hair is all pretty in the background. It looks good. Thank you, Megan. Uh, thank you, Megan. I'll take that. That's okay. best way, compliment. Thank that's, you. That's how you know you're a global correspondent. Yes. Well, you have to ask the crew. What, what time, time is it? Right. Where are she we? She looks good. That's all that matters. You're shocked when you find out right. what time it's it is. Like, what? Thank you, Megan. That's it. She'll say she's going to prom. She's probably past that stage. Oh, yeah. All right. Some fans may have been surprised when Team USA's game ended in a tie. Something even our favorite soccer coach, Ted Lasso, learned early on. I know that AFC Richmond, like any team I've ever coached, is going to go out there and give you everything they got for all four quarters. Ups. What was that? Two ups. Oh, right. Sorry. Halves. Yeah, they're going to give you everything they got for two halves, win or lose. All tie. Right. Y'all do ties here. Sorry. That's going to take some getting used to for me, okay? Because back where I'm from, you try to end the game in a tie, well, that might as well be the first sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> it's true. Amen, well, coach. Got a tie no, it's Amen, true. Coach. I don't understand it. Like, so somebody's got to win. <laughs> I love it. Well, remember, you can watch the matches on Telemundo and Peacock, home of the Spanish language coverage of the World Cup. All right, coming up next, our series Thanks and Giving. Three dads who found the strength to become Iron Men thanks to their inspiring children. Then later, we are celebrating small businesses when we tell you how a trip to the thrift store ignited one woman's passion for candles. We'll be right back. We love this time of year. It's time now for Thanks and Giving. Now in its 19th year on today. 19 years. Over the years, we've met so many families impacted by the amazing work at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis. We're going to talk to National Outreach Director at St. Jude, Marlo Thomas, in just a moment. But first, NBC News senior national correspondent Carrie Sanders 
made his way to New York because he's got the moving story of not one, not two, yeah. but three really impressive dads. It's, it's really incredible, guys. You know, these are three of the strongest dads that I've ever met, both emotionally and in their case, physically as well. We have these shared experiences and really listen to each other. These dads have learned to lean on one another. They met at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and together completed the St. Jude Iron Man. We had each other's back, just like we have our children's back. They crossed the finish line in October. Family never fights alone. A 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike ride, and a 13.1 mile run. I knew nothing about triathlons. I had to remember how to swim, and I'm not talking about in the lazy river on a floaty with a beer in my hand. <laughs> That's not the Iron Man. That's not the Iron Man. Chris Frunzi's first Iron Man left him wanting more. After falling a few minutes short of completing the course solo, Chris asked his friends to join him in honor of their children. It was important for me to be there for Chris. My son didn't give up. He fights every day, so. I better fight. Chris Corbett's son, Calvin, was nine when diagnosed and treated for rhabdomyosarcoma, a cancer of the soft tissue. We don't get chemo anymore. He'll be turning 14 next month. And there was a time you didn't think that there would be that birthday. Exactly. Yeah. Currently, he's doing well. At 15, Tim Sparrow's daughter, Sierra, had surgery and more to treat medulloblastoma. I remember getting up at 2 in the morning just thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, my kid has brain cancer. She's in college now. Unfortunately, her cancer has come back. And how is she handling that? Obviously, it's tricky, you know, going in to get treatment and then taking your classes. For Chris Frunzi, life was interrupted when acute lymphoblastic leukemia was discovered in his firstborn, Jackson. He was four when he was diagnosed. Two months later, he went into remission. And you're like, wow, this is great. That's good. Um, and that was in May of 2019. Uh, my other son, Bennett, he was being treated for an ear infection. Soon after, an unimaginable one-two punch about Bennett from doctors. They took him in for a CT scan and said, there's a mass at the base of his brain. 14 months into balancing that sobering news and treatment for both sons, Jackson then received a second diagnosis, acute myeloid leukemia. Bennett received multiple rounds of chemotherapy and radiation, often at the same time that Jackson was undergoing his bone marrow transplant therapies. Then, on April 3rd, 2021, Bennett passed away. He was three. It's the most horrible thing a parent, father can go through. You will be running these Ironman and someday perhaps with? With Jackson. I would love to when he turns 18. What a great goal. On race day, Jackson, eight and cancer-free, also Calvin, greeted the dads who swam, ran, and pedaled with purpose. What does this Thanksgiving mean for you all? Time is precious. I'm thankful for St. Jude to provide that for me. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my son, Jackson. I'm thankful for the time I got to spend with my son, Bennett. 
What should those of us who are not going through what you're going through think about this Thanksgiving? Be thankful for your family. Be thankful for your health. You never know when it can change. Probably no surprise here, Ugh. but those dads continue to run forward, raising awareness. And Big Chris, as they call him, says he's ready to do it again in 2023. And as we heard, he hopes to one day do it with his son. You know, it's a... Um, you got us all crying up yeah, here. It's, it's just, just... You know, I, we lost our three-year-old niece to a soft tissue cancer. So oh. it's, um, you know, three, three families here affected by three different types of cancer, Marlo. Breakthroughs. Like, where right. are we in terms of that? Three families, three different cancers. This is what our St. Jude doctors are facing every day. All of these cancers, and they're working on them all at once. And they're investigating the genes. They're looking through the molecular information so that each child gets exactly what they need. If, if their cancer is not responding well, then we go after that cancer more aggressively. If it's responding well, then we hold back so that the side effects aren't toxic. This is how we save children's lives, by giving them exactly what they need, nothing more, nothing less, all completely custom to them. And it is heartbreaking when we lose a child. It sends a vibration through the entire hospital. I know all of us have tears in our eyes that we lost a child, but that's why we have to do what we do. We keep doing our research, to keep studying molecularly and genetically so that we can save every single child. And you did that story beautifully, Terry. Thank you so much. You know, you go to the courage. Is there really the courage of those men to sit down and talk and share? The mothers. It's so wonderful to hear from the dads. Absolutely. Dads working together. Together. Yeah. That's part of the St. Jude healing. that is a community for the parents. Yeah, you know, is. you know, when you go to certain places, grocery stores or whatever, all around the country, and you see the St. Jude, you know, yes. you put it in. I had a chance to go down to Memphis, and when you go in there and you see the work that they're doing, the hope that they're giving these yes. families, you realize yeah. whatever you can give makes That's a, right. a big difference. Thank you, Marlo. Thank Carrie, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much Thanks for so that. Much. Uh, and, and tune in to the fourth hour tomorrow. Marlo's going to be back with a uh, to share the story of a, a real-life karate kid who, who fought her way through a brain tumor. Absolutely. Thank you. God bless those fathers. All right. Coming up next, we are going to take a turn and celebrate our small businesses all around the country. And you are going to meet a woman whose candles are bringing comfort and light. How she turned a spark of an idea into a thriving business. Believe it or not, with the help from TikTok, it changed everything for her. And then later, Olympic gold medal winner Tom Daly is here live. He's going to get us hooked on his passion away from the pool, knitting. Remember, he would be on the side there knitting away. The third hour of today will be back in just 60 seconds. Celebrating Small Businesses is sponsored by American Express. Small Business Saturday is this Saturday. Get out and support local shops in your neighborhood. For the good of small businesses, let's go shop small with American Express. All right, Small Business Saturday is this weekend. Our sponsor, American Express, created the annual event over a decade ago to encourage all of us to support our small businesses during the holiday season. And this morning, we want to shine a light on one small business owner in Texas who found a way to celebrate her heritage and culture through candles. Light is what each of our candles brings into every home. Oh, he's so good. 29-year-old Gracia Alfaro knows something as simple as smell can transport you back home. I made a scent that's called um, Oaxaca Mountain Air, and with that one, it's just to bring people back to the smell of the mountains in Oaxaca. That's like 
unforgettable. Growing up in a Mexican-American household in Dallas, Texas, Gracia has always searched for ways to keep her heritage and her culture alive. I grew up in a traditional Mexican home. My culture was a big part of who I grew up to be and who I am and part of my childhood. When the pandemic hit, a trip to a local thrift store sparked an idea. I found about 10 vessels that resembled my Mexican culture. And with that, a new passion ignited. They really remind me of my roots and things that I grew up with. And I was like, let me make them into candles and I'm gonna name them the Mexicanita Collection. From there, Gracia's candle company, Lucy Tierra, was born, meaning light and earth, inspired by the warmth of the flame and the soil of the pots. To help build her small business, Gracia turned to TikTok, and her candle company went viral. Hundreds of people wanted them, and so I was like, okay, I, I only have 10 of these to sell, so what can I do to make more? And I found people that were selling artisanal vessels that I could use as candles, and I went and I bought like all of the ones that I saw. In just months, Gracia went from selling 10 candles. I started in a 700 square foot apartment. It was me and my husband doing everything. To more than 30,000. We have monthly restocks and every single month we have been selling out within minutes to a couple hours. She started making trips to Mexico every few months to source the ceramics for her candles directly. The art of making ceramics by hand is a very old tradition in Mexico that is also slowly dying because of mass production and I would like to be a part of being able to keep it alive. Along the way, sharing her experiences on social media. I really want to support the artisans that make them in Mexico. That's really what lights me up, is being able to be a bridge between Mexico and the U.S. It's the power of that connection that continues to inspire her. People tell me like, oh my gosh, like I used to have this in my home or my grandma used to have this. I've had people that are third generation Mexican-Americans here in the U.S. who through our product, they feel like they're bringing themselves back to their roots. The fact that this product can connect people to just the simple beauty of Mexico is everything to me. For Gracia, that one simple post launched an entirely new purpose. TikTok was definitely a key to make my business grow. Social media is insane and very helpful for small business owners who are trying to put their product out there. Connecting to our followers and our community is super important and that's what really fuels me. And that fuel keeps Lucy Tierra burning bright. I'm very happy that I've been able to reconnect and embrace my culture through my business. That's like a huge blessing to be able to do that. What a beautiful, beautiful person. All right, and we have something special here. We have a few candles uh, from Gracia's holiday collection, which launches today. They smell absolutely delightful. Yeah, We've been do. smelling all of them during the story there. You can also head to today.com to learn more about how our sponsor, American Express, is supporting small businesses to reach the next generation of shoppers. And I like how she uses the authentic I ceramics and puts the candle in it. What a and great if idea. If you're going to order them online, I want to say the one on top, whatever that This was, one? That's more like a traditional Christmas uh -huh. scent. It and is. the one next to that is like a clean Christmas. It is. They're, they're fantastic. You know, it's hard to order candles online when you don't ex right. exactly. Right. And the price points are good, like, too. But
Good deal. So great. All right. All right. Coming up next, Olympic great Tom Daly is here live. We are going to dive into his other skill. Like what you did there. Which is knitting. And he's going to try and give us a lesson. Ooh, then later, is WWE superstars and real life couple Bianca Belair and Montez Ford hey. are here to tell us about a big weekend ahead. Yeah, it is. And what Woo. like getting a shout out from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh. first made a splash 10 years ago at the 2012 Summer Olympics in London. He's gone on to become the first British diver to ever win four Olympic medals, including gold, yay, in Tokyo <laughs> last year. Well, Tom also went viral when he wasn't competing. Here's the shot. Uh, Tom was spotted knitting between his events, and now he is sharing much more about that passion. I love it, because I remember talking about you when we saw you. <laughs> Tom is out now with a new book. It's titled Made with Love. It's all about knitting and crocheting, and he's here to tell us all about it. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Tom. During the commercial, you were trying to teach me. I know. Me I've never held knitting yes. sticks or whatever I know. Knitting needles. Knitting yeah, needles. Knitting needles. Yeah. You've got knitting needles and crochet hooks. But, yeah. you know, okay. it is, for me, it is a very, like, therapeutic thing. Like, because during the Olympics, with COVID and everything, there was so much, we weren't allowed to socialize we weren't allowed to go out we weren't allowed to do anything so i honestly think it's like my superpower that i was able to like get out of my head and yeah. focus on other things and that's what knitting clearly is. it works just like yeah, it works. knit to make like little <clears throat> pot holders i mean clearly you're wearing yeah. a sweater that matches your book well, you yeah so that sweater like, which is amazing yeah so like this and like i've got scarf here that i brought with me but basically in the book there's 30 knitting and crochet designs um from plant pot holders to dog hats to cushions blankets jumpers vests you name it, there's something in there for everyone. That's incredible. So. Well, I mean, we, we obviously know, like, we have a go. Let's well, we, just try. It might, thongs, it might be a bit challenging to teach live on TV. Right. But So with knitting, all you've got to do is you take your right needle and you're going to put it through the stitch that you see your first. You might want to get your stitches closer to the end of your oh, needle. Okay. okay. So you put it through that first stitch. Mm -hmm. oh, see, I'm already lost here. Okay, keep going. Yeah, you're, okay, you're, you're good. And then you, once you've got it through Shit. that stitch. Through this stitch here, yeah, Tom? Yeah, you then... Yes, okay. that's it. Okay. And then you wrap the yarn around the back needle. Oh, mm -hmm. I was going the wrong way. I see. It doesn't matter if it goes oh. either way, really. Around the back needle. And then you bring that loop that you just made around the needle to the front of your work and then slip off the stitch. Oh, okay. I'm there getting you go. It. You I've got three stitches oh, here, Tom. Yeah. This you is get great. It. You get it. Okay. <laughs> They're like, start asking questions. They're like, sorry. Sorry. Don't give up. So it's, it's, it's easier when you're slightly closer to being. He needs to, to come by after class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, a special. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. wait. I want to read this so that I don't mess this up because yes. this is big. So over the summer, you were presented with the your OBE. So yes. that stands for Official or Officer of the Order of the British Empire. It's one of the highest British honors. In fact, during the ceremony, you had a chance to sit and chat with the now King Charles. Yes. You talked to him about knitting? Yes, because I think he has some kind of like thing with like British wool or something. And it turns out like he he knits. And then we also. King Charles knits? Yeah, I think he's picked up some knitting needles in his time. Yeah. Wow. wow. I know. But seriously, you're like royalty. How does it feel? I, I don't know if I quite sound royalty. <laughs> I'm British, so maybe that makes it. But no. Yeah, it was, so, it was such a surreal experience, actually. And we also went to the palace um, a couple of weeks ago as like the Olympic medalists mm -hmm. got to go and like have like a little 
soiree there for a couple yeah. of hours. It was Ooh, kind of fun. Did your title change when you got the, the? Are we supposed to call you Sir Tom? No. So Sir is like the next one up. Okay. So you're almost yeah. there. Uh, nearly, nearly climbing the ladder. Yeah. Climbing that ladder. I, so I think I can. you know, competing in the next Olympics maybe could launch you. Climb that yeah. ladder. Did you make a decision on 2024? See, I haven't set foot on a diving board since <gasps> Tokyo. Really? So it's really? been now like what 15, 16 months, mm-hmm. and. I've really enjoyed being able to like do other things and kind of get out of the routine of everyday training, training, training and be able to go and do other things. That's where like knitwear design really came in for me. And it's like, I really feel lucky that I found like a second passion that I really want to do. And I set up Made With Love and now sell like kits online as well with like the yarn, the needles and the pattern. That's great. With everything you need to be able to make it yourself. Before you let us go, they tell us you brought a treat for us? Yes, I did. I, oh, I made. Us. I forgot about those. Yeah, I made a couple of little things to go on your oh, tree. Wow. I made you a little, yes, some crochet this. stockings. Tom, d- Tom oh, Daly made stockings you. for us. This oh, is so yes. cool. So nice. And there's a spare one in there as well. But yeah, I made some little oh, stockings. Send that one to Al for sure. I know. Tom, thank oh, you. Such so a delight. You're so, so well talented. Following this will take us like nine months. Thank you. Diving to knitting. What can't you do? Thanks for stopping by, Tom. Made with love, by the way, is out today. All right, coming up. They can't knit, but they're uh, <laughs> they're pretty impressive in their own right. She can sew. Okay. Okay, we're going to talk about that. They could even steal attention away from Mount Rushmore as well. We're going to catch up with <laughs> WWE superstars Bianca Blair and Montez Ford. We're going to find out about life inside and outside the ring. And then a little bit later, some last minute Thanksgiving recipes to give you a leg up Yum. this holiday. The chef is hard. Ooh, look at that. Third hour today, right back after this. Here for that. This morning, we are joined by a literal power couple, WWE superstars Bianca Belair and Montez Ford. Oh, you're holding hands. Oh, always. (laughs) Bianca calls herself the EST, as in the strongest, fastest, and toughest, and she took home the SmackDown women's title last year. She's bad in the ring, y'all. She is bad. (laughs) Uh, Montez is part of the tag team, the Street Profits, SmackDown tag team champions in 2020, and they're here this morning to tell us about a huge event that's coming up this weekend. It is called WWE Survivor Series War Games. And growing mm. up, I was a huge wrestling fan, love a cage match. You're participating. Yeah. What What are you most excited about? I am so excited because this will be the first women's War Games match on the main roster. Woo. It's going to be two teams, five people on, on each team, two rings, under a cage, and we get to bring Ow, weapons. did you see how she just landed? I did. Yeah. We All get right. to bring weapons, kindle sticks, chairs, ladders, tables, but we're going to showcase the women's division and show what the WWE women's roster is all about. So it's going to be tough, I guess I'm you, the toughest. I guess you can't wrestle scared, because I'll be like, no. ooh. No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Montez, you've just recovered from a cap injury. How are you feeling? Uh, 100% now. Yeah. Uh, I should be back pretty soon. Okay. Uh, you know, just picking my spots and making sure, like, when I arrive, the mission is still at hand, which is what my right-hand man, 100 grand, Angelo Dawkins, I love has that. been the undisputed tag team championships. Oh, I love it. So. All right, we're going to get to learn a little bit more about you uh, with the new reality series. Yeah. Tell us about this. So Woo. this is exclusive here on the Today Yay. Show. Yeah, this is a big it. announcement. Okay. Uh, it's we, actually happening. It is. It's happening on Hulu. It'll okay. be an eight-episode series, reality wow. show. Uh, nervous, excited. Yeah, you're putting yourself and, out uh, there. <laughs> yeah. Because it changes things once you put cameras in the mix. It like, does. You know, especially around the clock. Yeah, True. but we're excited. People get to see who we are in the ring, but now they kind of get to see who we are 
outside the ring, pulling the curtain back a little bit. Uh, but we're excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have we started shooting yet? Or I mean, uh, should be actually in the next few weeks, uh, next two. Well, keep holding right. hands. Hopefully, yeah. next time y'all are still y'all y'all hold get, hands. Y'all be careful with the reality TV. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yes. So, Bianca, I was just reading. You make your own gear, like mm-hmm. put it even your the stuff out on the road. All the you things. didn't make that. I didn't make this one, oh. even though I could if I. But wanted. like what you wear in the ring, <laughs> I make everything. So when you see me in the, in the ring, Wait, we I show make it. Look every at this. single thing that That's I wear. It. This what? gear right here, I wore it in Saudi Arabia, and I didn't have time to make it at home, so I actually had to make make it on the road. So I was really? making it on the airplane, on the bus, in the hotel, in the locker room, really? all the way up until the night before that match. But I make everything by hand. So when you see me in the ring, video games, my my action figure. All those gears I made myself. Made Look at that! Gears. I make some of his too. Yes. So that's I awesome. Yeah. I try oh not to goodness. task out too much because I know how busy she gets with her gears. So like, <laughs> yeah. but if it comes down to the clutch, I know she always You're comes through. Really talented. Wow. I even saw you um, made your own hat for the Kentucky Derby. I, I did. remember that. Yes. I got to meet you guys at the Kentucky Derby. Yes. Derby. We, were, we were bragging on you about that. Yeah, it was our very oh, first Kentucky Derby. We were so. Excited. You made that hat. I made that hat. Yes. We and might be wasting your talents in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I get to combine both of them, That's but true. I made the hat. I made uh, one of the pieces that he was wearing as well. But, you know, we love to be fashionable together, am, and I love to push the boundaries. Am I allowed to hold the belt? Is of that, course. I just, I've always, I've never. Of course. Like a, of course. a childhood oh, that's, dream. That yeah. Oh, buddy. That's my best yeah. success. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You know what I'm Shining, shining, oh, shining, oh, shining. Oh, yeah. Look, he's trying to get it off. He's trying to wear it. So much fun. Watch out for him. He's not going to give it back now. Y'all are looking I don't have to fight you for it. <laughs> you would lose uh, Bianca Montez, thank you both. Thank you, guys. Best of luck this weekend yes. to you, by the way. Thank you. Catch thank the you. WWE Survivor Series War Games this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on Peacock, which, of course, is part of our parent company. I love it. All right, coming up next, our friend Chef J.J. Johnson is here. He has two recipes to add to your Thanksgiving dinner. How about a holiday potato salad? Yes. Mm. Yes, we'll be right back. That looks like my mama's. Young. It's mustard-based, you can tell. I like it. That was great. I like it. I know, I know. <laughs> We're back with today food. 48 hours now. Uh, now turkeys will be going in the oven, but there's still time to add some last-minute dishes to your Thanksgiving menu. So here to help us is our friend, Chef J.J. Johnson, the James Beard Award-winning chef behind Field Trip in Harlem and right here in Rockefeller Center. J.J., good morning. Good morning. Hey. Always good to have you. So it smells good. It smells good, right? Look, yep. at, look at these turkey look legs. These, these are like state fair turkey, turkey legs. Remember Vicky Wynn said the other day, if you want, don't want to do a whole turkey, be creative. Yeah. Now I get it. So my Aunt Jeannie, we make turkey at the table, and everybody in my family fights over the turkey legs. Yeah. So right when everybody would be fighting over the turkey legs, she would bring out a pot from the oven of just braised turkey legs and drop them on the table. Wow. That's smart. So I think this year you should, if you haven't figured out what to do, you should do some turkey legs. All right. Some salt. Okay. 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 Craig, put some pepper here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Some garlic powder. Okay. Some onion powder. Check, check, and check. Both sides, I'm assuming. So now you're going to put this in the pan here I can do that, yep. Yep. I'm going to put this huge. Put it in there. Bigger than my face. Now, on Jeannie's turkey legs were this big, so I don't know where where you get these (laughs) from. (laughs) So today's show, JJ, it's what we do. Then over here, my twist on it is apples, right? In my house, we have apples are in season. They're beautiful. These are some honey crisp. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. They're in season. Right? They're in season. So some onions, Mm, some garlic, garlic. lots of garlic. You're a big garlic fan? Oh, yeah. Turn this up. Throw the tomatoes in. Okay. Okay. Now, Mm. 
Now, if you're in a Johnson household, you know, or in any household, I think cognac always floats yes. around. Oh. Plus, when you, when you cook with okay. it, you can still you can sip on it too. You can sip on it too. <laughs> so some cognac in here. Oh, okay. Yes, all of it. Okay. Put it all in there. And it burns off all the. And it burns off all yeah. the alcohol. Yep. And then what you do is you have these beautiful turkey lakes here. We put them wow. back into oh, the back in. Back oh. in. Right. Wow. Some turkey stock. Okay. okay. I find turkey unless you make it yourself. Turkey stock's a little harder to find, right? Well, I you know no 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 plug in, no plug intended, but there is a great grocery store Trader Joe's that has. Turkey stock, okay. amazing right now. Oh, turkey right. stock? Turkey hey. stock is great. Okay. Try this. this Try is, these. Look at these. This is good. Now, you know me. I'm a rice fan. Yes. I'm pouring this over top of rice. All right. Oh, oh so you oh, take that and pour it right, right over. So I'm bringing rice from Field Trip. I love that. And I'm putting it right on top. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a massive turkey oh my God. leg. Massive turkey leg. You can feed three people with one leg. Yeah, you gotta eat oh, it like this, though, Chanel. Now, yeah. some people tell me, some people tell me you can't bring oh, potato salad to Thanksgiving. I mean, <laughs> but that's a staple on the African American table is. during Thanksgiving. Yeah. I stole this from my mother-in-law. Ah, that's funny because Craig said this looks like his mama's recipe. Yeah. So this ahead. is Mama Chapman's um, uh, potato salad. There's no raisins in a potato salad. <laughs> no raisins. No raisins. No raisins. Yeah. No, no. So pickled relish. Okay. Oh. Right? That's it. That's some red onions. Yep. Okay. Some mustard, mustard, mayo. Okay. Some green peppers. That's her secret. That's Mama good. Chapman, don't come for me now. I'm giving I it know, out. You're giving away her some <laughs> celery. Okay. Celery is right? the key. Yeah. And then that crunch. The key here is white potatoes. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're in the supermarket, look for white potatoes. White potatoes. Oh, that's good. And then good. you want to cook them. Where they're not al dente, okay. where they're a little bit mushy okay. and a little bit soft, mm-hmm. and mix Chapman. it all together. But what she loves to do is she'll take some of these eggs, oh, and put them right on, on top, top. just oh. like this. I love this and a little cracked right? on the top, mm. and some cracked black pepper. Mama oh, Chapman, be good to oh, yeah. go. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of my family. This JJ. is good, and I hope you know if you're trying to figure out what oh, to do, delicious. but you got to have potato salad. This is doable. I love how fresh this is because everything can get so like, heavy, hot and heavy. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. eat and overcooked the potatoes. This no. is fantastic. That's, That's what it's about. JJ, every time you come, you knock it out of the park. Listen, happy Thanksgiving. This is good. Thank Al, you. Al, I hope you're watching. Happy Thanksgiving to you. For sure. Thank, Thank you. you. For these yes. recipes, head to today.com slash food. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Really good. You don't want to miss our special She Made It, uh, our streaming special She Made It, streaming over on Today All Day. It's all about food and drink. Jill Martin is shining a light on the women behind some delicious creations. These are just a couple of them. You can catch She Made It this morning at 10 a.m. on Today All Day. Tomorrow on the third hour of Today, co-stars Adam Devine and Sarah Hyland talking about the new Pitch Perfect movie. We needed that in our lives. We're so excited for that. All right, coming up on Hoda and Jenna, comedian Jerry Seinfeld. Good stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.